0: Welcome to the Diary of a Christian Single Woman, where you hear her innermost thoughts and prayers while also hearing the Lord's response in return. Sit back and relax, grab your journal and pen, pour you a cup of coffee or tea, and go on this journey to self-discovery and growth in the Lord. It's time to write. Dear Lord, I appreciate the advice you gave and showing me in your word the things I needed to see. I feel that I am better equipped and more confident in making the correct choices in regards to a spouse. As a result, I have let my guard down and am now developing a friendship with a man who has a desire to pursue me. It's an exciting time, Lord. I paid attention to see if I saw any red flags, I looked and found characteristics of you in him, and I also found characteristics of the lesser well-known men of the Bible in him. Things seem to be going great, but one thing I've really noticed is how my communication with the opposite sex has changed. As a younger woman, because God you know I'm still young, I was all about calling and texting who I was interested in every day every day, I had to hear his voice or see his face in some way. I would get super hyped to get a phone call or a text from my boo. However, now that I'm older, I realize that this isn't always feasible, and at the same time, the desire isn't there to always want to talk. You know, as you get older, priorities shift a bit and life happens. However, I know that communication is very important in a relationship, and without it, a relationship dies. Communication also can't just be one-sided, where one person is putting in all of the effort and the other person is putting in bare minimum. I've been in situations like that, God, where the man wanted to text me to death, but never wanted to talk to me on the phone. So I was the one that initiated all phone conversations, and that got old real fast, and I had to roll on out. So I understand that the way in which we communicate is equally as important as the mechanism by which we communicate, whether calling, video, or texting. When you've been single for so long, and used to it just being you at home, going to the store, going to work, etc. It's easy to get used to not having to consistently communicate with someone. How do I navigate making room for someone else in my life when it's just been me? How do I let him know that I want him to be there while being patient with me in the process as I navigate these feelings? I love you, your daughter. Dear daughter, you keep the good questions coming and they progress, showing the maturity in your mind and heart regarding a relationship and doing it my way. It is wonderful that you have chosen to get to know a man that I have placed in your path. I knew that this journey would be a good one for you. It is one that will make you learn more about me, yourself, and how you view relationships for real. It is easy for one to say that they are ready for a relationship, but when they are actually faced with it, what is in your heart will come out. I'm glad that you recognize that communication is extremely important to a relationship. One of the questions I would ask is do you communicate with me on a daily basis? Do you feel like talking to me every day? If you know how to communicate with me, then you know the basics of communicating with someone else. What is the first thing you do when communicating with me? Read my word, learn my likes and dislikes, what makes me tick so you know how to please me, you learn my thought processes and such. It's the same way with the potential mate, but the only way you can do that is by talking. Yes, life happens and you may not be able to talk every day, but letting the other person know that you desire to hear from them is essential to a blooming relationship. It's easy to stay in a cocoon since you are single, but you have to allow yourself to open up like a butterfly. Ephesians 4, 2 says, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love. So yes, communication is a two-way street but it is also a process that requires patience. Not everyone communicates the same, so you must show love when learning the communication style of another. When you are truly interested in someone, you will make room in your life for him, just as you decided to make room in your life for me when you accepted me as your Lord and Savior. Open up, my beloved, and let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person, which I said in Colossians chapter four, verse six. If you want him to be there, let him know that you want him to be there and show him. Otherwise you're all talk and no action and that will cause a potential God-filled relationship to die. I love you, my daughter, God. man i tell you i overstand this issue even though we may desire to be in a relationship because it can take so long to uh till we get to that point where we feel like we're set in our ways like it takes so long for a relationship to get there now we're just kind of set in our normal routine our normal way of doing things and we typically don't like any variations from that routine if we can help it and then all of a sudden A man comes along and now we have to figure out how to make room for him in our lives in regards to communication. Um, Because, you know, people's communication styles are different. And so maybe he likes to text and you don't. Or maybe you like to talk on the phone and he doesn't. You know, maybe you both like to talk on the phone, but he likes long conversations and you like short ones. How do you navigate these issues? You know, how do you get to a point that having a simple conversation doesn't feel like a chore to you? Well, the only thing I can say is that you have to communicate that. The other person cannot read your mind, right? Everyone's communication styles are different. And so when learning someone new, whether in a friendship or a relationship, like you have to learn how the other person communicates. What do they like and what are their preferences? Then what are your preferences and where can you compromise to adjust for both? Yes, your schedules may be vastly different, but don't be so set in your ways that you let a good one slip through your fingers because you can't figure out how to quote unquote, sync your schedules. You know, um, this reminds me of one of my best friends and, and myself. She is an avid texter and you know, she's one of those type of people that can have a full fledged conversation through text messaging. I'm not a fan of texting like that because I personally feel that things can get lost in translation and it makes things worse instead of better, especially if you're trying to have like a serious conversation. I feel like that shouldn't be through text because you can't read inflections and tone and you can't see facial expressions and things like that. So for me, short and quick responses work well for texting. And if it's a full conversation, like I can't do it. I'll get you for a good second, but then I'll be like, let's get on the phone. So in order for us to continue our friendship, we had to come up with a way to compromise and make sure that we had a good way to communicate with one another because we don't live in the same state. We live in two different states. We've been friends for um, about 15 years. And so, you know, we want to continue our friendship. So we had to figure out a way to communicate with one another. So at first we tried setting weekly appointments, you know, to set aside time to talk on the phone. Um, But that didn't work for too long because our schedules got out of sync. So then we had to try to appease one another with phone calls and texts. So we'd have a call whenever we could, and then I'd oblige her with texting a little bit more. But then that didn't work because I would fall off with the texting, and then she couldn't do phone calls all the time because of her work schedule. And so we had to figure out how to come up with something else, right? So then thanks to good old technology, now we have Marco Polo. and so. We're able to see one another on video one, we can talk and say everything that we need to say quickly, like a text message, two, and we can leave it for the other person to look at and come back to later. And so even though it would sometimes take a couple of days for us to respond to one another. At least we knew that we were both dedicated at using it and then it allowed us to keep our friendship going. And so even now to this day, we still use Marco Polo and we both have said that it has just been so much better to communicate because, you know, we may start a story, have to pause, may come back a few days later, but we pick up the story so the other person still gets everything that they need and we don't feel like we're missing out in each other's lives we still stay as honest, you know, and as transparent as possible with one another, even through Marco Polo. So it's been awesome to have our friendship continue. We still do a phone call here and there. Like our phone calls are not very often and our texting is not very often, but we Marco Polo very frequently. So that works for us. So, you know, so you see how we did that there, right? We compromised and we found a way to maintain our communication so that the other one didn't think that the friendship wasn't important to them because it can start to feel that way. Like, man, we're trying calling, that's not working. We're trying texting, that's not working. You must not want to be my friend no more. But that wasn't the case. We just had to figure out what worked for us. And so it's the same with relationships. Yes, you may not always feel like talking, but sometimes you have to put that aside and communicate that in a way that's best um, for both of you. So that both of you can feel heard and you feel respected in the budding relationship. And it may take some time because as you're getting used to learning one another and trying to figure out how each other communicates and what works, um, then it, it might take some time to get into a good rhythm, but it's not impossible to do. And so we get so caught up at being so used to being by ourselves that we forget that our life is not all about us especially when trying to possibly build a life and a family with someone else. And so in order to get what you desire, you have to make room for the other person. It's okay to be busy, but if you are so busy that you can't see what's in front of you, then you might as well stay single, sis, until you can. So thank you for listening to the Confessions of a Christian Single Woman podcast. Remember, ladies, that God loves you immensely there are no boundaries or restrictions to his love. Always seek his face, hear his voice, and live his word out loud. If you have any questions that you would like to hear addressed on this podcast, or if you would like to submit a journal entry, you can email us at diary at Until next time, may the peace of the Lord go with you this week.